0: the forces of law and order is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. The shadow uses his hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so that they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the unseen voice of the shadow belongs. Today's story, The Shadow Returns. Gentlemen, a situation has arisen that's causing shipping great concern. It's in the hope you shipmasters may be able to offer some solution or explanation that you've been called here. Mr. Kenschner has come from the Washington office to acquaint you with the facts. Gentlemen, Mr. Kenschner. Thank you,
1: Commodore. <laughs> Gentlemen, during the past few months, we've been getting reports of an alarming series of strange accidents aboard incoming ships. Out of 60 ships that have tied up with this port recently, some half a hundred crew members have been put in hospitals for infections in arms, legs, and shoulders.
0: Really, gentlemen.
1: And 15 seamen have either lost a leg or an arm in the past few months. Really, it's true, gentlemen. And in addition... Four have died as a result of their injuries. Have you any idea of the cause? Any clue at all? The only thing we're sure of, Commodore, is that unless something can be done at once, there are men on the sea right now who lose an arm, a leg, or maybe their lives.
0: All right, you men can leave my office and report to your stations. Okay, Our physical doctor. examinations, okay for sailing. Payne. Yes, Doctor Bedloe. Stay here. Yes, sir. I'll have to do something about that arm of yours, Victor. Yes, Johnson. If this doctor want to fool with your arm, you not let him. Don't let him. What do you mean? I sailed with him before, many time. You let him do something, you will be sorry remember what they tell you? What are you waiting for, Johnson? Hey, go now, doctor. Don't forget what they tell you. Johnson, I don't know what to do. All right, Payne. Now we'll take care of you. Where'd you get this vaccination?
2: Well, I, I got it in Harvard. I went to that doctor you told me about.
0: Oh, yes, yes, I'd forgotten. Well, you've got a bit of an infection. Place your arm on the table.
2: Oh, listen, Doc. I I don't want to go home to my mother with my arm all tied up. She'd be scared to death.
0: Now, look here, Payne. I can't force you to submit the treatment. But if you disregard my advice, I'll have your name stricken from the crew roster. Oh,
2: no. No, you you see, this is my first voyage. Well, I want to make good.
0: Well, it's up to you. What do you want to do? I can't waste all day with you.
2: Well, uh... all right, go ahead.
0: This won't hurt. Steady now.
2: All right. Shoot.
0: Oh,
2: stop. Stop. Doc, stop, stop. Hmm.
0: Fainted, eh? <laughs> a very effective anesthetic. Now, Victor Payne will perform a real operation.
3: What's
0: the matter? Oh, I want to get a rest from the rest I've had on this ship.
3: Oh, Lamont, it's been fun.
0: Mm, fun is right. I've never had so much fun thrust upon me in such large doses in all my life.
3: Oh, you mean the cruise director. I
0: mean the cruise director. That voice of his will haunt me for the rest of my days. Having fun this morning, Mr. Cranston. Join the deck games, Mr. Cranston. They're fun. Playbridge, Mr. Cranston. It's loads of fun. Be sure to come to the dance tonight, Mr. Cranston. It's going to be
3: fun. Yes, I know. <laughs> Say, look, Lamont.
0: What's the matter?
3: In the stern of the ship, that group of seamen, they've been gathering little knots like that for the last few days. What do you suppose it means?
0: <laughs> Maybe they're planning to get the cruise director.
3: Oh, no, seriously, Lamont. I don't like it.
0: And look. It's Captain Blair running down from the bridge. Come along, Marco. Let's walk back and see what it's all about. Well, not too close, margo Don't worry, margo Well, I don't like the look of it. Yeah, let me go, I say. Let me go. Hey, break your neck. Hey. What's going on here? You, Johnson, stop that. You hear me? Stop it. Get back there. Now! What's the meaning of this? Dr. Badelaw. Uh, yes, Captain. What happened? Why did this man strike you? I'm sure I don't know. I came out of my cabin and he, he jumped on me. You go below, Skipper. You look at young pain. Can you know where he hit him? Victor Payne, the cabin boy? What's wrong with him? If we don't get the proper medical attention right soon, Skipper, the lad'll lose his arm. He's been lying in his bunk screaming with pain for two days. And his straw bones won't do anything for him. Uh, right, well, what does this mean, doctor? What happened to the cabin boy? He was vaccinated and have half infection set in. his arm has swollen a bit. A oh. bit. His arms were big like two arms. Well, yeah, so, what have you done for the boy, doctor? All I could. He's in operation, but we haven't. The facilities aboard. we get to port tomorrow, I'll take him to a sanatorium where I can do the job right. It'll be all right to wait. I mean, there's no great danger? No, sir. Very well. Johnson. Yes, sir. This is a serious offense, striking a ship's officer. I can't let it pass. You'll have a hearing later. In the meantime, Matthews. Aye, sir. Put this man in irons. Aye, put him in irons. Put him in irons. All right, Johnson, come on. Hey, you can't put me in irons now. But i get that fellow later. i All right. All right. Now, the rest of you, get back to your posts. Go on, now. Come on. Margo, let's go below and see this cabin boy. The one they say has such a bad arm. Do
3: you think there's some truth to what the men
0: say? I don't know, Margo. They may exaggerate, but I've always inclined to the belief that too many men can't be too far wrong. (laughs) Well, you ain't got much farther to go, sir. They you got young Payne bunked at the bottom of these stairs. I see. Well, this is certainly no place for a sick boy. It's a stifling hot.
3: Why isn't he in a deck cabin?
0: Uh, you ask me that, Miss Lane. You might as well ask me why they have a doctor aboard like Vadlo. Now, here we are. Step right in. I see. Uh, Margo, you better wait here.
3: All right, Lamont.
0: Well, help me. Victor,
2: what in thunder are you doing out of bed? Uh, I'm not going to stay down here below any longer. Now
0: you get back in bed. Oh, well,
2: I ship to do my trick like everybody else. I'm going to work.
0: Now, just a minute, son. You're in no condition to do any oh, work.
2: I tell you, I've.
0: Now... Right, Make um... Take it easy. Steady, boy. I'm back in bed with you. Yeah, easy now. There we are. They'll, they'll never ship me again. I fell down on my first voyage. Hey, don't worry about that. You've got a man-sized job getting well on your hands. Uh, Victor, this uh, this here is Mr. Cranston. and uh, uh, Come in, Miss Lane. Oh, thank you. Mr. Cranston and Miss Lane, Victor. They're passengers. Come down to see how you're doing. You, uh, do you mind if I look at your arm, Victor? No, sir. What? No bandage? see. That's a nasty wound.
3: Why, the arm must be swollen more than twice its normal size.
0: Tell me, Victor, how did
2: it happen? Well, it started from a vaccination I got in Hove. A bit of infection set in. Well, I didn't think it was much, but Dr. Badlaw... He said it was serious. Oh, I see. Mr. Cranston. Yes, Victor. I, I won't lose my arm, with I? Oh, I can't do that, sir. I, I've got to work. You see, there's somebody depending on me. That's why I came to see, because there wasn't any work at home.
3: Oh, Victor, don't lose your courage.
2: Oh, it's my own fault I'm in this mess. I, I was warned against Vadlaw.
0: Warned? By whom?
2: Newt Johnson. He, he told me not to let Vadlaw touch me. Johnson?
0: The man who struck the doctor. Oh, Mr. Trenton. How do you do, Miss Lane?
3: How do you do, Captain?
0: You've met Dr. Badlaw, I believe. Yes, Dr. Badlaw, and I've met before. Yeah, how do you do? Captain, I don't think this boy should be kept down here. I'll be glad to pay for a deck cabin. Oh, that won't be necessary. Hmm, I had no idea he was so badly off. I'll have him moved at once. Just a minute, Captain. I think I should be consulted in any plans that affect my patient. Well,
3: surely, doctor, you don't object to his being moved out of this hot, humid place.
0: I wouldn't object, Miss Lane, if I thought it was best for the patient.
3: Well, you refuse to allow the boy to be moved?
0: Until my judgment dictates otherwise, yes.
3: Dr. Vatlaw, I think that hey, you're... Margo,
0: Margo, please. I uh, think we'd better leave the doctor with his patient. Come along.
3: Oh, Lamont, I'm so <laughs> angry I could... It's a good thing I'm not a man. I can't see why that...
0: please. This is a time to keep the head cool and the heart warm. I don't understand why Vardlaw sold that wound up in the first place. It's an infection. It should be allowed to drain.
3: Something's got to be done. The boy's in great danger, Lamont.
0: Margot, I have a feeling Newt Johnson knows something. Perhaps the shadow can find the answer. What are you going to do? Have a little tete a tete with Seaman Johnson. In the meantime, Marco, I want you to go to the wireless room and send a message for me. I am standing right here in front of your cell. I see nobody. Hey, somebody play trick on me. You can't see me, Johnson. You can only hear me. Huh? You're a ghost, yeah? I am not a ghost, Johnson. If you are not ghost, why I can see you? Because I have the power to make myself invisible. Yeah. What you want from me? I am here to help you. To help young Payne, if I can. I want to know why you attacked the doctor. Why you warned Victor Payne against him. Because he is butcher. This is not the first time he makes people suffer. He trade firemen on cerebic. Firemen lose leg. He trade Cook and Francis William. Cook lose arm. That certainly is not a flattering record. You think that bad? He killed my friend Tug Olsen. Killed him? How? Tug have infection in shoulder. He stuck the fool with him and he died. You believe me, this young pain, he died too. Johnson, I want you to leave this matter entirely in my hands. Well, you may be a smart fellow, Mr. Shadow, but you believe me. You won't be able to do anything. This Victor Payne is going to lose arm. May lose life. He knows. Transom, this is unbelievable. I don't think you could have it from better authority, Captain. You had Miss Lane wire the inquiry an hour ago, you say? Yes. And There you have the answer. George Fadlaw refused license to practice because of failure to qualify in ability and character. Well, there's certainly no disputing this. You see, Captain, Fadlaw's papers are forgeries. He has no right to practice. He well, must know we're on to him. We can't find him anywhere aboard. We've searched the ship from top to bottom. There's only one answer. He's gone over the side. Well, my greatest concern right now is young Payne, Captain. If something's not done at once, he loses arm. Well, I've ordered the boy moved to a deck cabin. What else can we do? There's no doctor aboard. Well, perhaps you could transfer the boy to another ship. I'm afraid not. We could never put him over the side in a sea like this. Too rough. I see. Captain. Yes? At least we can get some advice. There must be a liner in our vicinity with a competent physician aboard. Perhaps. Miles. Aye, sir. Uh, what was the last ship you logged? I raised the Empress Marguerite about an hour ago, sir. Where does she lie? Get on our course, sir. Good. That's our ship, Cranston. I know the doctor aboard. Good man. Contact him. In the meantime, I'll see what I can do for young Payne. All right, Miles. Get Dr. Sprouls on the Empress Marguerite. Emergency. Come in. How's the boy, Margot?
3: Well, he's much more comfortable in this deck cabin. He goes off into a coma every once in a while.
0: Well, the pain must be horrible. Look at the way his face is contorted.
3: What are we going to do, Lamont?
0: Well, the captain's trying to contact the ship to get some advice from a physician.
3: I'm afraid we'll need more than advice.
0: Incredible. Oh, Captain Blair. Any luck? Yeah, I've got an answer from the Empress Marguerite. Good. Let's hear it. Description of boy's arm indicates immediate operation imperative. In absence of licensed physician, suggest job be done by ship's officer or responsible layman. How can that? Now oh, wait, Morgan. Will direct operation with complete instructions by a short wave radio. Answer at once.
3: What does he mean he'll direct the operation?
0: We'll have to set up a two way radio so we can talk with the operator while the boy's on the table. Captain, that boy's life is in your hands. In my hands? You're the ranking officer. You'll have to operate. Oh, no, Cranston. That's out of the question. I don't know the first thing about surgery. Lamont,
3: why don't you do it? What? You've had some medical training.
0: But I've never done anything like that. You've had medical training? Cranston, you must. For the boy's sake.
3: That youngster's life is at stake, Lamont. You can't let him down.
0: Captain, yes? How long will it take to hook up the shortwave set? Oh, about 15 minutes. All right. Tell the Empress Marguerite, we'll operate in 15 minutes. Shortwave all set here, sir. You ready, Cranston? Yes, Captain. Mogo, how about you? I'm ready. Good. I'll give you the go-ahead, sir, in just a second, as soon as I raise the Marguerite. As soon as you can. Here, Cranston. I'll put this microphone in front of you so you can talk to Dr. Sproul. Yes. Thank you.
2: Mr. Cranston. Yes, Victor. C- could I have a cigarette?
0: If it'll steady your nerves, certainly. That'll help, sir. Uh, here you are. Thanks. Here's the light.
2: Uh,
0: almost. Victor, this is going to be a bit of an ordeal. You'll have to listen to all the details of the operation coming from the loudspeaker.
2: I can take it, sir.
0: You're sure, Victor, you want me to do this? You'll trust me? Trust you, sir. I'll bet on you. Yes, you are. Stand by. It's yours, Captain. Take it. All right. Hello. Empress Marguerite. Hello.
1: Granada Sproul speaking.
0: This is Captain Blair, Doctor. We're ready on this end.
1: Good. Who's going to operate?
0: One of my passengers. I'll introduce him. Lamont Cranston, Dr. Sproul. How do you do, Doctor?
1: Hello, Mr. Cranston. You've got quite a job on your hands, so let's get on with it.
0: Good luck, Lamont. Thanks,
2: Margaret.
1: First, let me take a quick check on your setup. You've got a good, sharp scalpel, I suppose.
0: Yes, Doctor. Plenty
1: of towels. A few dozen. Any way of sterilizing them?
0: Baking them with hot irons.
1: Good. Gauze? Yes. Roll it into small strips about the size of cigarettes.
0: Margaret, will you take care of that, please? Yes,
1: Lamont. You'll need those to drain the wound. Now, the disinfectant. Iodine. Anesthetic.
0: I'm using a local doctor. I know how to administer that. I've done it before. Just one thing more. Yes, doctor.
1: Will you confirm all my instructions as I give them so there'll be no chance of misunderstanding? Yes, doctor. All right. Now then you say you know how to administer the anesthetic?
0: Yes, doctor. Hypo's all ready.
1: All right. First, the alcohol.
0: Alcohol, Margo. Here's ready, doctor.
1: Swab the arm.
0: Right.
2: Ah, good.
1: Hypo.
0: Hypo. Victor, it's going to hurt for just a second. So brace yourself.
2: Let it go, sir. All right. Oh.
0: Good boy. There you are, doctor.
1: Iodine. Iodine? Paint the entire area.
0: Right? Entire area of infection.
1: Make an incision about two inches long, passing through the most infected area. That's all there is to it.
0: All right, doctor. I not move anybody. Bad law. What is it? I'm a patient here, and I'm not going to let any meddler accept my authority. You have no authority here. I hold my authority right in my hand, Captain. And unless you do as I say, this gun's liable to start making a noise. Mr. Cranston, Mr. Cranston. Hey, just a moment, Doctor. We've had an interruption. We've got to get on with this operation. Oh, you do, eh, Doctor? The mayor's liable to prove fatal. We can't let this. Get away from hand that radio, get Padlo. Get away. <laughs> now we'll get on with the operation. Without your help. What do you mean? I'm still the ship's doctor. I'm justified in taking any measures to protect my patient. You're a charlatan, Badlore. A faker. Your papers are all forgeries. Shut up, Cranston, or I'll kill you. Come on, now, all of you. Get out! Well, Marco, Captain Blair, it looks as though we'll have to leave. Oh, but Cranston, this man... I'm sorry, Captain. There's nothing we can do. Well, if you think I'm going to let that boy undergo an opera... Please, Captain... All right. I'll follow you right out. What are you waiting for, Branson? Get going. Take your hand off that light switch. Put on those lights. Why are you... He's gone. There. We won't be disturbed now. Well, Victor, they've all gone. We're alone. Just you and me. Keep away from
2: me. Keep away. Don't come near me.
0: Why, Victor, I'm your doctor. I
2: don't want anything to do
0: with you. But I want to help you, You
2: haven't before.
0: I'm going to now. What do you mean? You have a very bad arm. Yes, yes, thanks to you. It'll have to come off at once. No.
2: No, no Mr. Cranston. Captain, help me, please. Uh, oh.
0: I can't oh. help you now, Victor. Oh. 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 You're going. Oh. Oh.
2: Take it easy. Just breathe in. You'll be asleep in.
0: Now, Victor, when you wake up, your arm will be gone. Gone. (laughs) What was that? Put down the scalpel. What? Ah, that's radio. I thought I broke it. <laughs> no use, Batalor. This is a voice you can't shut out. Who are you? I am the Shadow. The Shadow? Oh, yes, I've heard of you. Get away from that table. I'm going to finish the operation on the boy's arm. You a Shadow Operator? Oh, no, you don't. Not while I can do anything about it. Put down that scalpel, I say. After the arm's cut off. In that case... Ah. Now, Vatelor, I hope you're convinced I'm not all shadow. Uh, You're you're some sort of a devil. Stay where you are. Keep away from this table. I have no time to bother with you you, but I can see you lift those instruments. Put them down. Small incision. Don't cut. Stop, I say. Passing through. Stop or i shoot. Most intricate You think I can't area. hit you because I can't see you? Well, I'll show you. Still operating, eh? Ah, I plugged you, Shadow. Still begging for it, eh? Well, that should finish you. What's that? Bring this weapon. Bring him over this Crew, they're coming for you. They'll never get me. You've used up four of your bullets. Only one left, but this time I won't miss. It's the last one will find the boss. Where's Shadow? Here's for the last bullet. Right to the, right to the men. It Easy now, men. Easy. Come back there. Come the You're hurt, the you
3: bleeding. And never
0: mind about me. I've got to finish with Victor. What happened to Badlaw? Shot himself. Here, Margot, hold the boy's arm while I finish. All right, men. Thank your you, folks. Badlaw's dead. Margo. Right. Captain. Yes? Look. Under this muscle. The mount. What is it, Captain? It's a pure blood ruby. Embedded in the boy's arm. Yes. There's the reason for Victor Payne's infected arm. The explanation for Badlaw's strange conduct. Let me have that scalpel, for him, you? Here
3: you are, Lamont.
0: Yeah, we'll have to... have to get it out.
3: Lamont, how did it get in Victor's arms?
0: It was placed there by Vadlaw. Well, why would he do a thing like that? It was simply a diabolically clever way of smuggling precious stones. Vadlaw was only one in a ring of similar fiends. By thunder! I never heard of the like.
3: That's why Vadlaw didn't want to operate until he reached port.
0: Exactly. He wanted to get the jewel past the customs officials... There. It's out. And this is the end of the ring's mutilating and murdering enterprise. We'll sweep the sea clean of the whole filthy tribe. We... Oh, Cranston, oh. that shoulder of yours, we've got to take care of it. We've got to take care of this boy first. Gauze, Margo.
3: Gauze, Lamont.
0: Ready with the cotton. Here, Captain, hold the arm while I spread the wound. All right. Now, Margo. Cotton. Pack the wound with Gauze. All right, I... Don't. Wipe the perspiration for my face, smoke
2: Lamont! Cranston! Cranston!
3: Look, Lamont. Here's an article in the newspaper that should give you some satisfaction. Yes?
0: What is it, Margo?
3: Listen... Surgery smuggling ring broken. Ten fake doctors taken into custody. Their private hospital raided.
0: Well, I guess that winds up the case very effectively.
3: Listen, Lamont. It says that the ring had their own hospital where they extracted the gems from the unsuspecting carriers.
0: Yes, that was. Victor Payne was. An unsuspecting carrier. <laughs> well, Victor's none the worse for his experience, and the ring is broken. Badalow is dead.
3: Yes, and your wounded shoulder is healing very nicely. The doctor told me this morning that you'd be up and around again in a day
0: or so. <laughs> That's good news. I imagine that if I take care of myself, eat the right food, exercise, build myself up, that eventually I'll be in proper condition to take another rescue at sea. <laughs> Today's program is based on a story copyrighted by the Shadow Magazine. All the characters and all the places named are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. The Shadow Magazine is on sale at your local newsstand. The weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay.